You're listening to the Daily Mishnah Podcast with Benedict. Today we're going to jump into the second chapter of Maser Sheni. And we're going to open with a Mishnah which, believe it or not, we have seen before. We've seen it in the Mishnah of Truma. So but let, let's jump in. Maser Sheni Nitan Lachila Ushtia Second tithe is for eating and for drinking and for anointing. You can eat what is usually eaten. You can anoint with what you normally anoint with. And you can't anoint yourself with wine and vinegar. Because, well, we can think our way through this because it, it's not stuff you usually anoint with. Aval, sachu et But you can anoint yourself with oil. You remember we learned these halachot when we learned the halacha of truma. I'm just going to, uh, sorry, of, of sh- both, both shiva'it and truma, actually. And I'm just bringing you the parallel Mishnah, actually, from shiva'it on the source sheet. Look, we learned this, I must be six, eight weeks ago. Shavuit, Nidnal Achilal Shtia, sabbatical year produce, seventh year produce. We can use it for eating and drinking. Ulsiha and for anointing. Remember, those are three things that you can do with sabbatical year produce and for that matter with trauma. You can eat it, you can drink it, you can anoint with it. Those are effectively the uses you can put to holy produce. You eat what is normally eaten and you anoint with what is normally anointed. So the the halachos of Maser Sheni are parallel to those of Truma and those of the seventh year. And we're going to see how these play out in practical applications. And we're going to see ourselves repeat many of the mental mind games that we went through with uh, Trumot and with Shavit. So, for example, now we're going to make a mixture. We're going to make a mixture of spices and oil. Um, let's make a mixture of spices and oil. Ein mufat min shemel shel maser sheni. We can't spice oil of second tithe. And we can't buy spiced oil with second tithe money because the spices here are going to get in the oil. And some of the maser sheni oil is going to be left over in the spices. And of course, you can't really... Once the spice have fallen into oil, you can't really, I mean, you can cook with the oil, but you can't, you know, the spices are kind of left over at the end. So you're going to, you're going to have, basically, it's a bit like you're going to put yourself into a position where you're going to have to throw away the spices at the end with maser sheni, throwing away spices is fine, but you don't want to throw away maser sheni oil that is soaked into those spices because you've got to take that to Jerusalem. Or you've got to redeem it and take the money to Jerusalem. So we're following the same principles that we followed with Truma. And along the same lines, we don't spice oil of second tithes, but we can spice wine. Because when we spice wine, we just improve it. You know, everybody drinks spiced wine. And we learnt again in the Mishnah of Trumot about drinking spiced wine. But... And this is the big but that the Mishnah wants to explore. Let's say we spiced wine with ordinary spices, which were not Maser Sheni. And let's say its value increased. Well, how much of that valuation is going to be designated as Maser Sheni? 
And remember, the valuation is crucial in terms of Marseille because we cannot possibly take all of our produce to Jerusalem to consume there. And as we mentioned yesterday, yesterday afternoon, this produce may be ripening at different times anyway. It may not be practical just for timing reasons to take it all to Jerusalem. So what are we going to do? Well, we're going to redeem it for money. The Pesukim that we learned yesterday allow us to redeem it for money. And we're going to take the money to Jerusalem. But in that case, we need to, if we made this mixture and the value of the mixture is increased, we need to know how we are going to value it. And the Mishnah is going to bring a few examples. So honey and spices fall into wine. The improved value is divided. Uh, the translation here is divided according to the proportion. Hashevach lefi cheshbon. The language of the Mishnah is very cryptic. Hashevach lefi cheshbon. And the same, by the way, for fish. Dagim shenit bashlu im im tot. Um, fish was cooked with leeks of second tithe, the hishpichu, and they got better. Hashevach lefi cheshbon. Then the so the improvement seems to go according to lefi cheshbon, according to the calculation. And then the third example, isasha maser sheni sheafa the hishpiach. We've got dough from maser sheni, and we've baked it. We've we put it into an oven. We've probably fueled this oven with ordinary ordinary wood, right? So we've taken Marcel Cheney um, dough. We haven't mixed the dough with anything, but we've applied ordinary wood to it and we've baked it and it's increased in value. And in this third example, the Mishnah says, All of the improvement is allocated to Maser Sheni. And the general principle of the Mishnah is Kol Nikar. If you can see the improvement, the improvement goes in proportion. Vechol Nikar Hashevach Lasheni. All of the improvement goes to the second tithe. What's the Mishnah talking about? Let's just look at an example. Um, this example is actually taken from the commentators, but it, it's a classic. It's a classic example and explains what the mission is talking about. Look, we've got something that was worth. We got Marcel Cheney that was worth. I don't know. Let's say three dinars, and we put additional material of one dinar into it. So we got total input value of four, and three quarters of what we put in is Marcel Cheney. And one quarter is, is, the, is the additive. But the Mishnah is interested in the shevach, in the improvement. The Mishnah is interested in a situation where the market value of the Mishnah is more than the sum of the inputs. So in this example, we've got three dinars worth of maser and one dinars worth of spice or something else to improve it. But the market value isn't four, it's five. So we've actually got, we've created an increase in valuation of one. And the same would apply to dough and bread, by the way. You know, you bake your dough and it becomes bread. You've got an increase in valuation. And the Mishnah is trying to teach that in that situation where the, the, the input values 
that the input value is measurable. And we can see that only three quarters of the inputs were Marcel Chenny. Only three quarters of the increase becomes Marcel Chenny. And that is absolutely critical when we redeem it, because we only have to redeem it for three and three quarter denials. On the other hand, if we're dealing with something like, oh, I don't know, let's say we bake the dough and everything in that resulting bread looks as though it's from the um, from Marcel Chény, yeah, the, the contribution of the fire is just not evident there, then 100% of the increase in value goes, is, is considered to be Marcel Chény. So that's the calculation which the Mishnah is talking about. And I'll, I'll put a link to the calculation on the, uh, on, on, on the WhatsApp chat. So you can just, you can just mull over that and have a, look, have, a, have a look at that. Rushing on, the, we, we are going to rush on because we're going to try to cover three Mishnayot today. And Rabbi Shimon says, you can't, you can't anoint yourself with oil of second tithe in Jerusalem, but the sages allow it. And they appeal to Rabbi Shimon that this has already been adopted in the case of Truma. We know in the case of Truma that we can anoint. So why shouldn't we do that in the case of in the in the case of Sheni? And then finally, I'm, going to, I'm rushing along because we want to close in 10 minutes. We are, we're going to go back to our friend Fenugreek, Tiltan. Remember, we learned that Tiltan, Fenugreek, is this, is this very interesting herb that uh, who's both whose stalks and whose um, blossoms are useful for spicing things up. Tiltan shall maser sheni teachel tzimchonim. Fenugreek may be eaten when it's still tender. And the Rambam explains there that it becomes inedible after it's tender. So we're following the principle that something of Marcel Chenie has to be edible. And then Beit Shammai go on to comment, anything that we do with fenugreek has to be done in a state of purity, except when it's used for cleansing your hair. Whether this is shampoo or whether this is a comb is a matter of debate. Different commentators say different things, but they used to use apparently fenugreek for cleansing your head. Beit Shammai, we, we know Beit Shammai are machmir anyway about Tumah and Tahara, and they're saying whatever you do with it, you have to be in a state of Tahara. Whereas Beit Hillel say exactly the opposite. Whatever you do with it, you don't need to be in a state of Tahara. Because for Maser Sheni, you, could, you don't need to eat Maser Sheni in Tara, except if you're going to actually soak it in water. Because when we know that once you wet your vegetables, they become liable to um, liable to tuma. So if you actually go out and wet your fenugreek with your hands, you are going to make it tummy. That's the end of the third Mishnah of the second chapter. We'll come back to these ideas tomorrow. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Daily Mishnah Podcast with Benedict.